0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. Good Friday, everybody. Welcome in. Super Regional Friday. Well, not for you, for about half the field, anyway, getting their games underway today. At least tonight, you get to uh, enjoy some baseball, like, stress-free. You know, baseball in peace today before the fun or stress starts tomorrow. I'm Michael Borkey. Always glad that you guys are with me on this Friday. So, obviously, talking Hattiesburg Super Regional, there's a few things I've got for you. First... Is uh, I go down who's got the advantage on the mound, who's got the advantage at the plate, intangibles, and pressure, and then some Q&A stuff for you as well. It's a big weekend, obviously. I'm going to start with the take, though. I'll start with this because I th- this isn't like me going Max Kellerman where I'm just saying something to say something. I actually don't do that, if you can believe it. Um, I actually think that this is real, that this is true. It is almost better, in my opinion, that Ole Miss is not playing in Oxford this weekend. And here's what I mean by that. You would always, you know, playing in front of your home crowd's always beneficial. We all know that. But there's something about this team and playing on the road. First of all, they've been really good on the road this year compared to playing at home. We've all seen that. But I think you would be lying to yourself if you didn't feel what I have felt seeing Ole Miss play postseason baseball at Swayze the last few years. It's been like a nervous energy, like a waiting for them to screw up. And in fairness, you guys have been largely affirmed in that feeling. But still, waiting for something to go wrong. And I've felt it the last few years. It's not a positive energy. It's not a building your team up energy. It's a sitting on hands waiting for something to go wrong. And now that's not all of you. I know some of you listening to this are are really into it and all that, but you can feel that kind of tension uh, around Swayze sometimes during postseason baseball. And I think with the way this team has played on the road and how loose they were in Miami and and what the atmosphere is going to be like in Hattiesburg this weekend, I think it's almost better that they're there. Uh, it'll allow them to to feed off the crowd and, and play looser uh, than they would if they were at home. I know that sounds crazy. I, I know, but I actually truly believe that being away from Swayze might not be the worst thing uh, for this team. So there's your take of the day. Uh, but we'll get into the other stuff here in, in just one second. It's um, did a, a live chat last night. So that's what this is. I, I Again, I talked. Uh, who I think has the advantage on the mound. But a lot of people, uh, even myself included, are sleeping on Ole Miss's ability to shut down this Southern Miss lineup as well. I think people are sleeping uh, on that. Um, So that is a mistake that a lot of people have made, myself included. Ole Miss is absolutely capable of shutting down Southern Miss the exact same way they are of shutting down Ole Miss. But we talk pitching, who's got the advantage at the plate, who's got the intangibles advantage, Uh, Tim Elko's legacy, And a lot more. So that's coming your way in a second. But I want to remind you, first of all, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, do so. A lot of you listen in browser. So find it on your podcast app. Just search Rebel Report and subscribe there. Also, follow me if you want on Twitter at Michael Borky or Facebook or YouTube under the same name. The podcast is brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. If you don't want to take out a second mortgage to pay for tickets to go to the games this weekend, you're probably going to want to do something on the grill around your baseball. Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon should be pretty decent weather. At least I think it's going to be pretty good weather. A little hot, but that's okay. Do some grilling. Watch your baseball, but you got to get that started at LB's. Again, just across from Kroger on University Avenue is the best place in this state to get your meat. They've also got daily lunch specials. Those are Monday through Friday, but they will be open tomorrow. If you want to get your meat tomorrow in a last-minute thing, they'll be there for you. Everything you need for grilling LB's has got you covered just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website if you're anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology. So copiers and printers and mail machines, cloud storage, data security, phone systems. If it's tech, if it's in the office and you need it, ABSMS.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is and they will find a solution for you, absms.com. All right, here it is now. It's uh, it's a live chat um, done late last night talking Hattiesburg Super Regional, answering some some listener questions, some audience questions, talking. I also make a pick at the end of it, by the way. I do make a pick at the end of it, and you guys are going to be mad at it. Not because I'm picking against your team. But because me and predicting the outcome of games that your teams have played in this year have been pretty awful. So I'm like a jinx. And sorry to have done that to you. But spoiler alert, I do think Ole Miss is going to win the series this weekend and go to the College World Series. So sorry about that. I know, I know uh, my track record is not good with this kind of thing. So I am sorry that I have jinxed your team but I do think they'll win this weekend either way here it is Uh, final thoughts if you will on the Hattiesburg Super Regional with Ole Miss and Southern. Good Thursday night everybody welcome in the last time you're going to hear from me before the Hattiesburg Regional gets underway obviously a huge one in this state a lot on the line Obviously, breaking news more at 11. I did learn today, by the way, that um, because I grew up on the East Coast, it's weird for people here when I say more at 11 because the news was at 10 here when it was 11 for me. Uh, somebody texted our show today, our radio show today, said that they knew I was an East Coaster because when I make fun of myself for having very like lukewarm and toast opinions, uh, I'll say breaking news more at 11. Well, people here, news was at 10. It wasn't at 11. So I, I learned that today. So I'm an East Coaster. What can I say? My name is Michael Borky, by the way. I'm really glad that you guys are with me. And yeah, this is final thoughts. Uh, I'll go through who I think has the advantage on the mound um, with the bats, intangibles. We'll talk about the atmosphere and does it matter. Uh, the, the article on Outkick, if you guys want to talk about that, we will. Um, honestly, quite frankly, it was pretty bad. Um, and I, I really hate like I hate doing this, especially because it's somebody with a platform significantly larger than mine. Uh, so you know, what does my criticism matter to them? I don't like knocking people who are in the content creation business. I know how hard it is. Trust me, uh, to get there, and it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, but. The Mike Bianco article in Outkick today was was really bad. It, it just was. It was bad. It was poorly written, grammatically terrible, uh, but also some factual inaccuracies in it. It was the first time we've actually heard Mike Bianco truly address the job status thing. So, you know, that might be worth it to you. But if you guys want to talk about that, we will. I don't feel like it because it's not anything new to you. At least it shouldn't be if you've listened to me for long enough. Nothing in that was new, other than the things that were factually inaccurate, like him turning down LSU. That's not really how it went. And also, if they'd have won that, if they'd won that super regional, he would have. Anyway, it, 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 it's all—it um, was all a mess. I don't really. Feel you like talking about that today, I also think it's bad timing, at least for my audience. I mean, we won't spend a second on it on the radio show tomorrow. But if you guys want to talk about it, we can. But everything else is going to be centered around this super regional. So let me share this, get this out there, and then we'll talk about it. I hope you guys have had a good week so far. I know all of you are... Getting to that nervous stage. I heard from a couple people earlier, not too terribly long ago, that the nerves are starting to set in this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's getting close. And it's getting close to the point now for us on the radio show that uh, we're kind of running out of things to talk about, you know? <laughs> it, it's really hard to talk about baseball games for an entire week before they happen, you know what I mean? It's really hard to just keep being fresh and, uh, and original, so anyway, I think it's out there now. I think, yep, it's out there now so we can get started. Um, again, if you're a first-time watcher, I doubt many of you are. Uh, my name is Michael Borke. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook or YouTube, whatever platform you're on. You can find me on all of them. Just search my name, subscribe, like, follow, and uh, I would appreciate that. Also, while you're here, actually like the video. That will help me a ton. I've also decided on the plan this weekend. So I will be on dad duty for Saturday and Sunday. I mean, this weekend. Uh, So I'll be on dad duty. I probably will be able to go live at the end of Sunday's game, like while the game is still going on. Uh, I cannot Saturday. So what I will do is I will go live at 745 on Saturday. So after game one, Starts at three. It'll end at six thirty or so. About an hour later, I'll be able to go live. I just, you know, I gotta make it to bedtime. I can't do one of these with uh with the, the two and a half year old running around. He just will want to yell into the microphone as sweet as he is. That's all he'll want to do. So Saturday, seven forty five, Sunday, I should be able to go at the end of the game. And uh Monday, if they get to Monday, uh I don't know what time the game is. So I might be doing the radio show. So that's the schedule this weekend. Tentatively, 745 Saturday. I should be able to to fire it up at the end of Sunday's game. And then we'll see about Monday. Because I, I, just, I just don't know as of this moment. So there we go. Uh, Memphis Trouble, how did you get in here early, by the way? I saw that as like I hadn't hit live yet. How are you able to do that? Because I would love to be able to access the video and share it before I go live to avoid that first two minutes of awkwardness. So let me know. T says this weekend cannot come soon enough. Yeah. These Saturday and like you say, these Saturday, Monday, super regionals kind of stink. Now I'm appreciative of why they do it. It's all for television. Um, Also, it does help old miss having to, They didn't even get home from Miami until Tuesday afternoon, and as a result, having to turn around and go on the road and uh, play on Friday is not ideal. So in that sense, it it helped Ole Miss anyway. But having a game possibly end on a Monday afternoon to send a team to the College World Series, I've never liked that. Um, Quite frankly, ESPN does a disservice to its baseball product. it really does. The, the fact that that exists, uh, that that possibility exists at all, I, I think is a bit ridiculous. Uh, and maybe they do this for conference tournaments. I don't know. But regionals should start on Thursday night. That's when regionals should start. So you don't have Monday afternoon finishes. Uh, they really don't do a good enough job with the product. I know college baseball is not popular outside of here. I get it um i'm not saying that they should replace you know sunday night baseball for college baseball i'm not saying that but you have the platforms and you broadcast them so help them out a little bit more who knows you might actually have a viable financial product if you just kind of helped them a little bit because let's say this game the, the series goes to game 3 it'll likely be monday afternoon on a work day and the casual sports fan in New York or you know, Minneapolis or Dallas or LA who who would watch a college baseball game between two good teams with the stakes that it has to go to the college world series, they'd watch. But how are they gonna do that when they're at work? You know what I mean? So the the whole thing gets screwed up. They really don't do a a good service to these to to their product, their own product, they're the ones that are putting it on. For example, I'll, I'll pull up the the schedule here for this weekend. I mean, you've got games tomorrow, so noon, for example, Texas and ECU start at noon Eastern on a Friday. Why? Why is that? I, Inventory, you know, maybe it's because the NBA. What? Yeah. They could do better than this, though. They could. And they choose not to. And it stinks for baseball. Jason says, thought about changing my ID. Whoa, a lot of you guys in here appreciate that. Thought about changing my ID to Tennessee fan just to bother you. Oh, no, Tennessee fans don't bother me. They they don't bother me at all. I hope that video that I posted from our show uh, yesterday didn't come off as me bothered by Tennessee fans. You can put somebody in their place by not being bothered by them. It's kind of cute that they're very new money in baseball. You know, I, I like that. It, it's good for the sport. Um, I hope they get humbled badly this weekend. But no, no I'm, they don't bother me. They're fine. They're harmless. It's like a uh, my neighbor across the street. Really sweet lady. I mean, as sweet as can be. She's got a little dog that's about this big, right? It's about this big. Oh, but she's tough. She's tough with a little bow in her hair. And, and it's just her, her ears are, they they flop and they're fluffy. And when... She's not on a leash, and and my dog and I are walking out of our driveway. She runs down hers, and she's barking, and she's barking, and she's barking, and she can't do anything to us. Uh, that, that's Tennessee fans to me right now. It's a good point. We'll get to this in a second. I think Southern Miss, Memphis Rebels says, will be the tightest of the two teams. Ramsey says, can you believe the Rebels are possibly two wins away from Omaha? It's insane to think about. I can't. I, I can and I can't. Um, if you'd have told me. On February 1st, that they were going to be in this position, I would have been like, yeah, it's what they should be. Absolutely. They'll win a regional. I would have assumed it would have been in Oxford. And they'll be playing in a Super Regional with a chance to go to the College World Series. That's what this team was supposed to be. If you'd have told me in April that this is where they would be, I would have laughed at you. Because there's no way in hell that team in April would have gotten to this point. So it just depends on when you would have asked me if uh, if they were here. How did I like Stranger Things season four? I have loved, I loved it. I, I I saw, I saw a few criticisms. The first one was it's too over the top. And I thought, what the hell are you talking about? Too over the top. What What is the show ever been? A, a kid gets lost in an alternate world called the upside down. And now season four is too much for you. And the second one was people said it was too dark. And I hear that. It shifted away from more of like a light-hearted kind of thing to it's a it's more definitely more dark. I've actually I've really liked the shift. I some people overanalyze TV shows. It's very entertaining. What is it? What else does it have to be? I've enjoyed it. I really like it. I can't wait. Uh, we'll binge it uh, on July first when the final half of the season comes out. How are the snakes this evening? Didn't see any. Didn't see any. Um there was I, I tried to catch a lizard earlier, but uh but I couldn't. That's a radio show reference for those of you that aren't familiar with what J JP's talking about. Just wait until Monday or Sunday night after a super regional loss. Oh. Um that will be an interesting night for sure. T, there's a lot of people that share that sentiment about. Mike Bianco and his job security and and all that, that regardless of what happens this weekend, you think he's safe. Uh, We'll talk about that when the series ends, one way or the other. But anyway. JP, the Southern Miss fan, says nerves are an understatement. T says, what's more expensive, a month's worth of gas or Southern Miss Ole Miss tickets? That's a good question. I mean, I am filling up right now for over $100. so. Um, I don't fill up four times in a month, though. I'm like two and a half. So it's the baseball tickets. It is. It's the baseball tickets. They are, tickets to this weekend are more than like the NFC championship in the NFL. That's unfathomable to me. Well, JP, I'm waiting to see. I've got to see how it goes this weekend before I, uh, I talk about it. Uh, Sippy Sports Show says, Southern Miss of the top says, there won't be no Monday. Um, Garrett says, please give me a reason to get my mom a ticket to Omaha. Um, The zoo is great there. Exceptional zoo in Omaha. Really clean city. Uh, I mean... You could get them now and then sell them. I imagine you'd be able to at least make your money back, right, if you purchased them right now. Gary's asking if Ole Miss can keep the bats going and will the defense be solid. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that uh, in one second here. I've actually got a little bit of a plan for you. I'm just running through these messages to make sure you guys know that I appreciate you being here. Johan says, do you want a Southern Miss picked for this series almost unanimously? Pitching is the difference and Ole Miss offense will have to overcome that. Got a thought on that here in a little bit. Oh, okay. I'll I'll have to remember that, Memphis Rebel. So maybe I can actually share it before. Anyway, who's excited to see the reaction? Garrett says, when Tennessee loses, I am. My gosh, the meltdown is going to be just, just hilarious. Um, Huge Notre Dame fan this weekend. One, One weekend only is me. Johan says, my nerves broke the Saturday night. When else you came back on us in the ninth. Unreal. I feel so much better about this series. Craig, uh, it's it simply put the, for he's asking about ticket situation and, and why is it so bad? Um, extremely limited supply. You know this. Yeah, you, you work with with finance stuff. It's extremely limited supply, extremely high demand. That's all it is. Yeah, You've got a bunch of people, as it was explained to me earlier today, a bunch of Southern Miss fans because they've made tickets available to the Eagle Club, I think that's what they call it, uh, first. And you've got a bunch of Southern Miss fans who give money to the school, usually for football tickets and box seats and stuff like that, who typically don't go to baseball games, who are buying them for this one because this is a a special, unique event. So the people that are like diehards that always go, in some cases – are getting either priced out or having a harder time finding them. And then you've got Ole Miss fans, thousands of them wanting to go to the series. In the stadium capacity, the ability to put 15,000 people there just does not exist. So you've got 5,400 seats or whatever it is for 10 times more people looking for those seats. And boom, prices go up. It's just a simple supply and demand. Yeah, Sterling, well, it's actually in Greenville, North Carolina. So it's noon, and uh, Texas is going on the road to ECU this weekend. Ramsey, yeah, that's. Uh, we'll start We'll start with that. There's just a, a lot of you here uh, running through these before I actually got to what I was planning on talking about would be uh, a bad idea. So let's talk about this. One, number one, point number one advantage in starting pitching, I believe, does belong to Southern Miss. Now, Scott Berry is doing a little bit of, uh, of adjusting to his rotation. I think that's simply because Tanner Hall pitched twice last weekend, uh, giving him an extra day is a sound strategy. Uh, him pitching against LSU in the, the second time the team saw them, so he beat Army and then pitched against LSU, giving him the extra day is a sound uh, decision. So Ole Miss in game one is going to see Hurston Waldrop and Southern Miss fans seem to think that he's got the better stuff. Uh, he, he's a high-velocity guy. He'll throw mid to upper 90s through the duration of his start. And as you know, Ole Miss has struggled a little bit with uh, with high-velocity guys this year. But he throws multiple pitches for strikes. The breaking ball is sharp. The changeup is good. He's a high-level pitcher. I've had this conversation a couple of times on the show or on Twitter this week where people dismiss his numbers and Tanner Hall's numbers because of where they play. And there is some merit to that. Let's be totally honest. Uh, these numbers wouldn't look like this if they faced Ole Miss's schedule. That's just the truth. Now, in saying that, these three guys, if it gets to three, are all fully capable of giving Ole Miss problems and shutting the lineup down. That is absolutely Objectively true as well. So is it true that the numbers look like this because of competition? Yes, to some degree, absolutely. Is it also true that these guys have the stuff that can beat Ole Miss and shut Ole Miss down? Yes, absolutely Uh, they do. Waldrip, when he pitched against LSU, struggled early. He labored a a little bit early, gave up a run in the first and the second and kind of labored some and then settled in. If I remember correctly, here, I'll I'll just pull it up. Um, I think it was six and two-thirds. Let's see. Yeah, six and two-thirds, uh, just five hits and struck out 11. That's a good LSU lineup uh, that Hurston Waldrop did that in. So that's his last time out. Again, six and two-thirds, struck out 11, only gave up two runs, and, and those were early. He settled in and was much better later. Uh, his batting average against is like, 208. Uh, his whip is just over one. I mean, he's a high level arm and throws a bunch of stuff for strikes. And then Tanner Hall, you guys probably know all about Tanner Hall by now. Um, his whip is below one. Uh, he, he's a guy that, quite frankly, embarrassed Mississippi State and his start against them earlier this season. Um, he's also a high velocity guy. They're both righties, which plays into old Misses Handsome. But the combination of Waldrop and, and Hall. I think, are the best one-two punch not named Tennessee that Ole Miss has seen all season long. I I truly believe that to be the case. Uh, They throw multiple pitches for strikes, uh, high-velocity guys, uh, and they don't walk people. That's the most important thing. So Tanner Hall has 13, 13 walks this season, Tanner Hall, and 140 strikeouts. 140 strikeouts, 13 walks for Tanner Hall, 128 strikeouts, and 29 walks for Waldrop. They're not going to give you free bases. They're not going to make mistakes. You have to attack them, and you have to beat them. And at times this year, Ole Miss has struggled a little bit with that, right? It's the high-velocity guys have gotten to them, um, and they have feasted on teams that make mistakes. And if they don't, at times they've struggled scoring runs. Southern Miss is not, based on precedent, going to give Ole Miss anything free these guys are too good at that they're going to fill up the zone they're going to throw multiple pitches for strikes they've got high level command they're high level pitchers is their body of work the same as SEC pitchers no but have they shown you that they have elite level stuff that can beat SEC lineups yeah they have absolutely I will say on the flip side, though, although I do think Southern Miss has the advantage in starting pitching, I think two things are also uh, true on top of that. The combination of Delusia and Elliott is the best one-two punch that Southern Miss has seen all season long. You can run through the schedule and tell me uh, anybody that has shown or or thrown two guys that have the kind of stuff that Delusia and Elliott can offer that are better than Delusia and Elliott. I mean, find those guys on Southern Miss's schedule. I don't think you can, because uh, they're not there. Quite frankly, they're not there. Uh, Delusha and Elliot are the best one-two punch that Southern Miss has seen all year, and it's a lineup that has struggled often to score runs. What Ole Miss cannot do is, is give up those free bases, uh, whether it be through walks, where uh, Delucia and Elliot uh, have a, a higher walk ratio than... Uh, their counterparts this weekend, Um, have to play clean defense. If you keep Southern Miss off the base paths, you have a really good chance at beating them. I mean, even this past weekend, yes, they beat LSU twice. That was incredibly admirable, took a lot of guts. But it was also an offense that couldn't score but two runs against Army. And Army's starting pitcher was the conference pitcher of the year, but he doesn't have the stuff and didn't have the stuff that Delusha or Elliott has. Uh, Kennesaw State took them to extra simply because they could not score. Um, And I do think Ole Miss uh, right now has a handful of bullpen arms that have come on that have stuff that Southern Miss is not used to seeing all that often. They just beat LSU. I'm aware of that, but LSU does not pitch the way Ole Miss is pitching lately at all. So advantage Southern Miss in starting pitching, but that doesn't mean that they're going to light up what Ole Miss has either. Uh, bats, I do think Ole Miss right now currently is the, the better hitting team. I do like what Mike Bianco did in, uh, in game three of that regional uh, where he made changes. McCanson, Leatherwood, uh, he, he took them out and, and it was to Ole Miss's benefit. Uh, but when you combine talent plus the way that talent is playing right now, advantage Ole Miss. Elko's absolutely on fire, Chatigny on fire. Uh, that lineup is is better today. Uh, absolutely, than Southern Misses, and I don't think it's particularly close. So this is a a real challenge for Southern Miss pitching uh, because, I mean, you guys saw it. Ole Miss has a handful of guys that have been in this situation before. They haven't won in this situation, but they've been in this situation before. And, and, I mean, Elko's a veteran. He's been through it. is a veteran. Uh, Bench is is a veteran at this point. Uh, Ole Miss has a lot of guys that have – been here and done this before and while the stakes are different the atmosphere is not going to intimidate them really uh, at all so bats advantage Ole Miss for sure and because of what I just mentioned I do think intangibles favor Ole Miss the experience being in the situation playing in these atmospheres before uh, the veteran guys that are playing the way they're playing right now and this is going to some people disagree with this I don't think Ole Miss has any pressure. Now, Mike Bianco has pressure, but he had pressure last weekend and the team didn't play like it. Don't don't think that because Bianco's got some pressure, the players like feel that and have to play to that. They don't, and they're clearly not doing so since the Missouri series a few weeks ago. So on top of having experienced veterans that are – playing really high level right now. I think the pressure is more on Southern Miss than it is Ole Miss because Ole Miss is playing with house money right now. They didn't really belong in the tournament. So they were just happy to be there. They dominate a regional, and and now they're going to Hattiesburg again, and they feel in a way like this is kind of a free shot. Not so much in Hattiesburg. So there's my spiel. Let's get uh, back to your comments. Some of these are going to be really far behind. That's okay. Um, Johan says, uh, if Southern Miss's lineup of bats hits cold, then Ole Miss might take it. But I think we got our slump behind us back at the end of the regular season. T, you are right. You are right. Notre Dame is America's team. Williams says, go Rebs. Memphis Rebels says, they're Tennessee fans. They are never humble. You would think what Lane... Kiffin did to them last year would humble them a little bit, but apparently. You say I'm in Nashville. You never know Tennessee baseball even exists. Just saying. Fair enough. Sterling says final half of the season is two episodes at over two hours apiece. Oh my gosh, are you serious? I can't I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I love how we mix in like TV shows into this. Hey, I love it. I love it. Never change. Uh, memphis rebel says an old miss or southern miss will not have the toughest path to the college world series final yeah tennessee's on the other side of the bracket yeah jp sorry i didn't see this earlier i, I do think the the most pressure i do think the most pressure is on southern miss and there, there's something that I've been trying to figure out how to say on the radio show, and I've been trying to figure out how to say it on Twitter, and I can't quite figure out how to do it. But essentially, you would always rather play at home. But I think it's almost better for Old Miss that they're not at Swayze this weekend. I think it's almost better for them that they're not. Because if you have been... At that stadium, starting in 2018, and really, like, some of these weekend series as well scattered in between. But postseason baseball there lately has been weird. Like, the environments have been weird. Not willing their team to win, but like a nervous energy expecting them to fail. And you can feel it, man. You could feel it in 2018 on that Monday. You you could feel that day, and things did go wrong, so I guess the fans were right, but you you could feel that day people expecting things to go wrong. There wasn't a good energy. It was a nervous energy. It was negative almost. It was, it was really bizarre, and I think being away from that is actually going to loosen this team up a little bit because instead of an atmosphere that's going to have people sitting on their hands and being uncomfortable and – throwing their hands up and, and pissing and moaning and carrying on at, at every strike the way they have in postseason baseball the last few years. They're away from that. And, and their fans that are going to be in Hattiesburg are going to be in it the whole time, but it's an atmosphere that they can actually feed off of. I think it's almost better that they are away from Swayze for this regional than if they were there because you won't have that nervous – they're going to screw up. I just know what energy that you've had the last few years. You could feel it, and I i swear it affects the team when they're there. I swear it does. T says, can't wait to see all the termites in Southern misses Park this weekend. That, yeah, it's, it's something else. Um, I don't know how you play in it. I guess they end up getting used to it and ignoring it, but uh, anyway. Oh, I lost it. I lost it. These comments, like jump to the bottom sometimes I can't I can't help it where was I where was I I lost you was it Ramsey pretty cool that Swayze field will have a watch party for those that can't make it what's crazy is the ticket demand is so high they're gonna have one in Hattiesburg as well because people can't go people can't go I have a hundred dollars what future looks good for you to win the college world series let me find I think I saved some recently Maybe I didn't. I mean, the obvious answer is Tennessee, even though I I really don't want them to. I think Oklahoma's really good value this weekend, but please don't lose your money based on my recommendations because you will lose money. I do like the value that Oklahoma gives you this weekend, though. JP says, yeah, uh, affirming what I said earlier about the the different crowd in Hattiesburg this weekend. He said, I'm afraid the juice in the stands is going to be different, almost like a Super Bowl crowd. These fans sit on their hands and aren't willing to get rowdy. It's a real chance that happens. I mean, based on, I think it was, it was you, right, that told us today that, that most of the tickets were bought up by people that don't really go. They just want to be there, like, for the event. It's tough. It'll still be great, let's be honest, but it changes things a little bit. Mstrom says, mega opportunity for Hunter Elliott to cement his old Miss legacy if he beats Hall and sends them to Omaha or gives them a game three. It's crazy you're saying that. I, I agree with you that you're saying that, though, about a freshman. Um, his baseba- best baseball is still far, far ahead of him. Um, I'm curious to see how he responds because, you know, he pitched in Fayetteville this year. He's pitched in the SEC. Um, It'll be different. You know, there won't be an empty seat. It'll be loud, all that stuff. But the stakes are different. I don't think it's fair to say that this is the exact same thing as pitching a regular season game in the SEC. I don't think it's fair to say that. This isn't a regular weekend series. This is possibly to save his team's season. Or to send them to the College World Series. Those are the only two options for Hunter Elliott. When he pitches on Sunday, it's either it's up to me to send my team to Omaha. Or it's up to me to save my team's season from ending. It's different. Even though you're used to pitching in atmospheres and stuff. That is different. And so I'm curious to see uh, how the freshman is ready for, for that kind of situation. The stuff is ready. I mean, if he's sharp, then he has the same chance to shut down Southern Miss's lineup that Tanner Hall has to shut down Ole Miss's lineup. He's going to be a star in college baseball. He will. He, he, He will. And remember, we talked about this back in March. I got one right. Doesn't happen often, but I got that one right. You knew on his first start as a freshman, okay, this kid's special. You knew it. You could see it. You could feel it. And now look at him. You also said people say Ole Miss will be the tightest because of Mike Bianco's job status. I don't think so. They went to selection show expecting to miss. They made it and are now playing with house money. See, I agree with that. I, I don't. I don't think the the job status thing is is impacting the team whatsoever. They're not. Well, we better win or else coach is getting fired. That's not really something that they're thinking about. I, I at least I don't think so. Is Southern Miss Stadium a home-run happy stadium? Yeah, the dimensions would make you think that it's not, but it seems like the ball really flies out of there. It did this past weekend, for sure. Ramsey says, I believe if the Rebels come out with an aggressive approach and jump out early with a lead, better watch out, Eagles. Would give you Would you give Calvin Harris and Garrett Wood another start? Yes, I would. Uh, I, absolutely, I would at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. And um the, the problem with the aggressive approach though is, is if you're having quick innings. I think the key to Waldrip and Hall is working counts, fouling pitches off, really making them throw a high volume of pitches and chasing them. Um because they are gonna throw strikes. They they are. I mean it's hard to make them work when, when they don't allow you to make them work, but that's the key for old miss. It, it's Getting into Southern Miss' bullpen, getting these guys out of the game, working again, working counts, fouling pitches off, th- that's what they have to do. And uh, these guys can really elevate fastballs, and, and they're too fast to catch up with, and that has been a problem for this Ole Miss team this year. Uh, and, and these guys do it really, really well. So if you're chasing high heat, it's going to be a very fast and long night for you, if that makes sense. T says, "I saw Elliot getting crap on Twitter for saying he's not worried about Southern Miss's atmosphere because he pitches in the SEC." Thoughts on that? I mean, that's not near as bad as LSU players saying that. Of course, we're looking past Southern Miss to the Super Regional. That was bad. Um, yeah, you know, there's really nothing to that. I mean, I can see how I can see how people took it as a slight, but he does pitch in the SEC. It, this is different because the stakes are different. But I mean, he pitched in front of eleven thousand people in Fayetteville. You know, again, it's different. It's postseason versus regular season. The stakes change and all that. But is that really? Something bad? That reminds me of, of Alabama fans doing the whole thing about Bo Wallace when Bo Wallace said he thinks that his team can win. Like, I remember Alabama media and all that crap blowing that out of proportion when uh, the old Miss quarterback dared say he thinks his team can win a game. Like, what the hell else is he supposed to say? This kind of reminds me of that. I- ideally, Elliot would have just said, yeah, you know, uh, I've heard good things about it. It's going to be rowdy, uh, you know. I think I'm, I'm going to be prepared for it, and we know what to expect. Or, you know, more political. But he didn't say anything egregious or, or anything like that. That's not bad. I mean, that's people looking for a reason uh, to just be upset. That's what that is. Kerry says this weekend is going to be great for the state of Mississippi. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It uh, it is. Whoa, whoa! I'm just now seeing uh, that bot that came in here. Whoa. Sorry. Hello. Um. Yikes. <laughs> so, whoa. <laughs> yikes. Ramsey says, wouldn't the Rebels face the winner of Auburn, Oregon State, and Omaha? I honestly don't know that answer. I probably should. It's embarrassing that I don't. I can't believe I'm admitting that to you. But no, I, I don't know. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. I can't find it right away. I'll take your word for it, though. Rod says pressure is always on the home team in the postseason. Memphis Rebel says I hate I have to work until five on Saturday. Could still be a game and could be very and could be over by the time I'm home. Eh, that stinks. I'm sorry to hear that. That stinks. Hopefully you work at a place where you can like watch it on your phone or something though. That'd be great. Jason says how is Old Miss at hitting the ball other than for home runs? Listening to the Southern Miss LSU games and it sounded like LSU was home run or bust. That was Old Miss really most of the season, honestly. Uh, They feast or famined with the home run, but lately it's been more than that. Um, Frankly, that's part of the reason why they were so bad during the season is they they really didn't produce offensively at all unless it was the long ball. They struck out too much, and, and all they did was score runs on home runs. But this turnaround has largely been because they are spraying the ball around a little bit. They're getting production from top to bottom. In the lineup. Now, they are a team that will hit home runs. I mean, Tim Elko's on it, obviously. Kemp Alderman is a guy that's a home run threat every time he comes up, but they have started scoring runs and producing offense in other ways. And that's why they're here. Um, They are far less that now than they were two months ago and then LSU was this past weekend. Yeah, five SEC teams in the eight super regionals. Of course, it's the best league in America. That's what happens. Did I see Christian Little from Vandy enter the portal today? Might be a guy who the Rebels make a call to. Future MLB talent, to say the least. Everybody in college baseball is going to be <laughs> trying to get that guy. He's a uh, game one starter in most every program in America. But, uh, but yeah, maybe fire up the NIL machine and, uh, and see what you can get done. Vince, honestly, you are the only person that has ever pointed that out that I have seen, that Gonzalez um, changes his bat from game to game. I I have, I have, wish I paid more attention to detail like that. Uh, maybe I should start, but no, I, I have not noticed that. I'll look this weekend, though. Now that you've said it, I will notice it. It's like when you get a new car and uh, – Suddenly you see your new car everywhere on the road. Now that you've said that, I'm going to see that he has switched his bat like every game to different color bats. Now that you've said that, I'm going to see it. So so thank you for, <laughs> for pointing that out to me. Ramsey, he is a spitting image of of Doug Nikhazy. Um I've had somebody say to me that they think his ceiling is considerably higher. That's interesting. Yeah, see that's that's the thing. What what else is he supposed to say? I'm scared. Oh my gosh, I'm intimidated. He could have answered it a little bit better, but that's nitpicky. That's nitpicky. Um so yeah, they'll play OSU or Auburn. Good to know. Good to know. Alan says, I've said that, A left you wearing twenty six with a bit of an attitude. Uh, see it, it's it's just that exuding confidence is uh, is really impressive. He's basically a clone of, uh, of Doug and Casey. So, what's up, honey? Katie? Sorry, I thought somebody was walking in here. Um, anyway. So, oh, they're back. What is up with these bots? Hope you guys don't click on that. I constantly get spam calls about my uh, vehicle's extended warranty and student loan payments and all that. So if you guys don't mind, when those show up, just block them, please. Um, for some reason, it's not letting me. Like uh, It's not letting me right now. So. Anyway, uh anything else you guys got before we uh before we go? Any other uh, thoughts or anything on this weekend? Uh by the way, my official prediction, I'm supposed to give it on the uh on the radio show tomorrow, but I will tell you guys, sorry, JP, sorry Johan. Uh, I do think Ole Miss will win this series in three. Now I know that's crazy because Mike Bianco went TBA on uh, on Monday. Um I, I do think that Ole Miss will win this series in three. I think that they will hit the ball well enough and they will be able to score, and Ole Miss will not. That is the key to me. It's Although Southern Miss, like I said earlier, has the advantage in starting pitching, they do. Uh, I think Delucia and, and Elliott are battle-tested, and they have faced and done well, very well, against much better lineups than the ones they're going to see. And so I do think Ole Miss will win the series this weekend. And I do think that they will go to the College World Series. Um, and I am fully aware of a team going to the College World Series that I spent a long amount of time talking about how bad they were this season is um, very emblematic of me. You, you guys, if you don't know this about me by now, um, when it comes to sports and sports predictions, I am not afraid to be wrong because it is just sports after all but it would be very me to spend months talking about how bad this team is and then them make the college World Series. So that's, uh, that's me. Bots mean I'm getting popular. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> something like that, I, uh, I guess. Um, it still won't let me block these people. That's crazy. I need, I need an updated software to, to do this on uh t's pumped about my prediction kenny says game three would scare me the most diamond gives up too many hits I- i'm curious to see how mike manages uh the bullpen because of that very thing like who he expects to possibly start on uh, on sunday um the key will be delucia and elliot going deep into game so you can save mallets uh you can save johnson as much as you can uh that that'll be the key for them is if you get two deep starts from those two guys. But if Elliott's erratic and, and his pitch count runs up, and if Delucia is erratic and his pitch count runs up, then Ole Miss is is in some is in some trouble. So Ramsey likes the prediction as well. T I agree with you. He should not start. I, I or if he does, it's two innings and done. Regardless of how those two innings went, uh, at this point you kind of know that that's not going to happen. But that's. Uh, that would be fine. That would make sense. That would be a good strategy. It would work. And yet, uh, so if that was the case, then sure, I, I'm in. Um, I'm in. But otherwise, yeah, T, that's wishful thinking. I, uh, <laughs> that's wishful thinking. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. That, that's how, that's what should happen. But that's wishful thinking. Memphis Rebel thinks it'll be Washburn in Game 3. And does Ole Miss raise a statue for Bianco and or Elko if they win a national title this year? Uh, Mike Bianco will get a statue if they win a national championship this year. And regardless of what happens this weekend, uh, Tim Elko should be immortalized in the stadium somewhere, whether it's a statue, whether it's a plaque. Um, We talked about this on the show. Um, When you're talking about all-time great players – I think it's got to be more than stats. Um, Use a recent football example, uh, Matt Corral. It's not just that he was a really good quarterback at at Ole Miss. Uh, He was there after he got benched by Matt Luke, stuck around, and uh, without Matt Corral's existence, Lane Kiffin's probably not at Ole Miss anyway. Um, it was the battling through ankle injuries, being a culture setter within that program. And that's why they're in the position they're in today. It's because of Matt Corral. I think that should put him ahead of other quarterbacks. Oops, sorry about that. Um, sorry. I don't know if you guys got that alert as well. Um, anyway, it's a, it's a guy, a a criminal on the run anyway, I lost my train of thought um it's not just how good they are it's the 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 story the 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 other stuff that came to it. Olmus has had players as good as Tim Elko, maybe not as good of home run hitters. he's breaking records, but Olmus has had players few that are as productive as him. But it's the it's the legend stuff. It's the playing on the torn ACL. It's everything else that has come with it, which is why I think he should be immortalized. It's not just that he played well; it's what he did aside from just playing well. And it's the stuff of legends, and, and legends never die, as they say in Sandlot. Yeah, don't forget to like the hit the like button, please. I would appreciate that. Uh, Jack Doherty, he says, will come in the clutch. Ramsey says, just win the first two and not worry about Diamond in Game 3. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Elko, banner, something. Plaque, something in the stadium that never goes away, that that stays there forever. Not like one of the banners that hangs in front of the stadium that they replace every year. Something that is permanent in there. He's earned that. He deserves that. Um, Hunter, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. Oh, that's a good idea a Tim Elko courage war. It's a good idea. Jersey number or something like that. Um, That's a really good idea. Something like that needs needs to be, needs to be that. So I will see you guys Saturday night. Saturday night, uh, 745 is when uh, I will be available. Um, So 745, roughly 745 on Saturday to talk about this series or game one of this series with you so i'll see you guys then thank you so much enjoy the rest of your night enjoy watching baseball tomorrow stress-free baseball tomorrow and uh we'll talk on uh, on saturday night y'all have a good night see you then a super talk mississippi media production